This episode of the Vacant House Podcast is brought to you by the Alliance of American Football, or otherwise known as the AAF. Spike. This Spike. up-and-coming football league... What? It, it's over, man. It's not a league anymore. Wait, wait seriously? Yeah, yeah, it's over. Oh, okay. Let me delete this quick. Okay. Uh, this episode of the Vacant House Podcast is brought to you by Christian Hackenberg. This up-and-coming football store, Dude, otherwise known as... He what? sucks. He doesn't have a job. He's no longer on a team. Really? Yeah. All right. Looks like there's no sponsor tonight, guys. Sorry. Uh, Let's just get this started. Hello and welcome back to the Vacant House Podcast. As always, my name is Kyle Bargo and I'm joined by the Blue Rock Bomber himself, Hayden Snook. It's gone! <laughs> and the Belleville Hall Baller, Spike Salter. Hey, hey, mama said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> this episode, we're gonna take a trip down memory lane and we're gonna look at how we were in the gaming world as impubescence kids that reeked of Axe body spray just flashing it back to good old Call of Duty pretty much our middle school gaming days this is going to be more of a gaming focused episode I'm sure it's going to go all over the place as these always do but specifically just starting with Call of Duty and figuring out why that game was so big and why we loved it so much but before we do that just updating and, and seeing what's new. So, Hayden, you went to WrestleMania this weekend? I did go to WrestleMania, and I went to one of the craziest states in the world, New York City. Well, I guess New York City isn't the state. <laughs> the New York nice. State. Nice. New York City is the city. Hey, Spike, get a mic anyway. Uh... <laughs> go fund me. <laughs> go fund me. <laughs> Spike is up now. Um. So I went to WrestleMania. Uh, I'm, I can't even think right now. Uh, the, so WrestleMania was actually probably one of the best experiences of my life, in all honesty. Um, it was just uh, cool to be around people that also shared an interest in like wrestling. Like You weren't rooting for anyone like in particular necessarily. It was just like everyone loved wrestling, so they were there at WrestleMania. And it was like so much different than a football game where people are uh, have clearly differences in opinion and it was just great having all wrestling fans there uh saturday i got to meet some stars uh in particular my favorite was the legend diamond dallas page he was the super nice guy had a great conversation with him um did you plug our podcast I did not, but you wow. want to know something interesting about the, wow. about that? He was wearing. I should have. I didn't even think about that. Uh, <laughs> he was wearing a barstool sports hat, and I said, "You really? fan of barstool, huh?" And he's like, "Love him." Big barstool guy, huh? Yeah, big barstool guy. But <laughs> but then I we went to WrestleMania on Sunday, and we didn't get back till like four in the morning, and it was just a long night of wrestling. But it was the first WrestleMania where like everything that the fans wanted happened. So I guarantee you it's gonna be ranked in the like at least the top five of WrestleMania's of all time. Where like people just enjoyed it so much. Like uh Kofi Kingston won. You know do you remember Kofi Kingston? Oh yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> he won. Uh finally won the WWE championship. Uh Seth Rollins Wait. won what? So he beat Lesnar? No, he beat uh a guy named, oh wow, Daniel Bryan. Oh, okay. Yes. That's the guy that Orndorff yes. liked. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, and then uh, Seth Rollins beat Lesnar. And so then, Lesnar did lose. Yes, Lesnar lost. Whoa. And then the women's main event, which is a triple threat for the women's wrestling title, uh, was won by Becky Lynch, who everyone was behind. The whole stadium went crazy when she won. Uh, but it was a great experience. I mean, once in a lifetime, probably, I don't know if I'll ever get to go do it again, hopefully, but 
if not, I'm all right. I got to say, I get to say that I saw one of the best ones of all time. So I'm good. Now was the experience worth like, so like obviously like wrestling and boxing and a lot of different sports, like you get a better view from at home. Was the experience Mm -hmm. so much worth it to be like higher up and not really like, like, do they have like a bunch of screens around so you could really see what was going on? I mean, yeah, but the stadium was like, you would think they'd be bigger, but it's like the same thing as watching a, like a football game mm. from up in the nosebleeds. Like you still like mm. have a blast because everyone's out right. around you, like screaming and shouting and chanting. And it was just, just the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. The atmospheres, you can't get that at home. The adrenaline isn't there at home. You, you might get excited watching it on TV, but being in the crowd and interacting with other people, like uh, we met, three people like two people from tokyo japan we wow we met a guy named scott from scotland um and then we met a family that sat in front of us a fit a mom a dad and then their two little like little boy and little girl they flew the whole way from england just to watch wrestlemania with their kids that's insane i didn't realize that was so big like, yeah internationally had that yeah, much of a presence. like the reason i i like asked them why they came and they said that in the UK, they don't have things like this, hmm. like big crowd things. I mean, they have soccer games where a lot of people go to, but nothing over like 20,000, 30,000 people. Hmm. It's they were just so like, you could tell they were so grateful to be there. You know what I mean? Well, that's awesome. And and it just shows like how much of a, like a, a place the United States is like an opportunity for people to experience like greatness. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a, it was an awesome experience, and I, I would definitely do it again. But if I don't, I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, speaking of greatness, Penn State had their first golf outing of the year, the big one, right, Spike? The big one, as in the big one. M- me and my two buddies. <laughs> oh, your first golf outing of the year? <laughs> Just my first golf outing. Oh, <laughs> and it was not good, huh? Um, yeah, like like we put in the notes, it was a it was a good thing I had beer while I was playing. Oh, see, was... I read that as it was you were working, and that was like your first big like golf day. Oh, swamped. No, no, no. That was just <laughs> Even me. Better. That was just me being terrible. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it much. To be honest, it was that bad. No. Oh no, that's, that's fair. Let us know, please ex- explain. Oh, not now. Not if you're gonna be smart. Spike, get a mic. Spike, uh, go find me in the description below. Spike, please tell us about your terrible golf outing. I'm really interested in this. I mean, that's literally all I can give you is that I did terrible, but like, you know. it, like, let me ask you why it matters so much that you like it ruined your weekend. That you it didn't did ruin so my terrible. weekend. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just you guys both know that I don't like to be bad at things. Oh, I thought strange. you were very content with, yeah. with being average. Oh, playing Spike in beer pong is or like playing me anyway. going to hell and coming back. <laughs> I just it is uh, I'm something just, else. That is one of my one of my strengths, and also Come one of my weakness. And also one of my weaknesses is is how competitive I am in everything that I do. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good thing. Uh, there, there are definitely times where it's not a good thing, <laughs> but there are also times where it is a good thing. So, well, hopefully, uh, is it your clubs or do you think it's just you? Yes. Like, was, okay. I guess the better question was, was it more inconsistencies or just like general well, playing well? So all winter we had these golf simulators. So you're, you're hitting golf balls into a screen off of fake turf and this is my first time playing outside. So I think I, w- I just wasn't used to playing on real grass and real, real, like, you know, bumps in the ground and different elevations and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. on a simulator, it's not, it's you're, not we golf. Yeah. yeah. You're hitting on the same thing over and over again. And obviously in real life, like you're going to be off balance. Sometimes you're going to be doing this. You're going to be doing that. So it was just, it was just rough. Yeah. I feel that's you, understandable. Man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully both. it gets better. Thank we'll you. Have thank you to, guys. Uh, we'll have to go and catch a, go to like some shitty course in Ifland County and dick around for a little bit. I don't even own golf clubs. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll just go and do it. You guys can borrow mine. 
Yeah, I don't know. They haven't done too good for you, have they? One time. I'm a lefty, so. Are but, you a lefty? Yeah. Well, you can just oh. not come. It's all right. Okay, cool. Yep. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in brighter news, I picked my wedding venue this Yay! weekend. And it's in Belleville. Belleville. Should I just not so, come to that, too? <laughs> you definitely have to come. There's a one in five chance that it's going to smell like shit. And there's Very a one good. in 50 chance that it's going to be shit. So we're going to try to avoid that. Um, but if it smells like it, that, that, would, that would make me happy. Yeah, not everyone else, though. Okay, well, it's not all about you, so. I didn't say me. <laughs> I feel like of the 150 people that will be there, maybe three of them like the smell of manure because they're from Belleville. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so hopefully you meet the other two people <laughs> or I guess you're, you'd already know them. I probably you know, already La- know Lacey's coming yeah. so yes. I thought about something so I saw on uh, the internet the other day there's this cool idea to have like in the program the wedding program for all the groomsmen that are single mm-hmm. to have it marked so Spike you will definitely be in that pamphlet with the mark beside your name that you're single so all the I just I actually just, you know, it's kind of funny they mentioned that because I just got a RSVP for another wedding, Jared's wedding, mm-hmm. and they put me down as one person, one chair. I can't, I can't bring anybody, not because, not because I didn't have the opportunity to, but obviously, yeah. And so, yeah, you know what? I, I would be honored to get the single, the single sheet. Well, I will say Brittany has some single bridesmaids, so... Who knows? Belleville is the city of love. I'm going to tell you something. If there's any place Spike Salter can fall in love, it is in Belleville. At my wedding? At no. Kyle Barger's wedding. Yeah. What can I say? Well, we, we, I mean, you guys both know that I'm not very picky with women. so. Uh, oh, I, I don't know about that. We need to have a full episode about Spike, you and women. Like, but oh, like, It's not like you're one of those guys that are like, oh, she has to have brown hair. She has to have brown eyes. She also has to be very attractive. She also has to be perfect in every way. She also has to be somewhat of a Southern belle. Oh, wait, that is everything that you want. <laughs> <laughs> she has to like sports. She has to be good yeah. at sports. She... <laughs> yeah, that's that's I'm, the I'm... big one, right? That she has to like sports. Yeah, you don't she, want a girly girl. I don't Spike want to. There's yeah. plenty of fish profile in the description. Yeah, and like she can't be terrible at sports either. Like I don't want some girl that like can only throw a football two feet. Oh, about three feet. But yeah, that's doable. Okay, <laughs> so we're adding to this bio by the end of the episode. We're oh, gonna have a Christian my, mingle. <laughs> my list, my list is just huge. Blackpeoplemeet.com slash Spike Salter. There you go. There we go. Oh goodness. So, Call of Duty, guys, what brings back the most nostalgia to you about middle school, early high school, than Call of Freaking Duty? Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, MW3, like, I don't know if you could find a better list of games that you asked one in three people in that school, they would tell you they played it. Yeah, man. And our own resident expert, Hayden, was probably the yeah. best in our school at the game. I don't know. I, there's a lot of people. You and that, there's a lot of people that would say Poe was better than me, and then there's like my side of the town that's like Hayden was the best. At it, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like Lewistown people, like Aaron Snook and all those guys from Lewistown, would always say like Poe was the best. But then I'd beat Poe in a one v one any day of the week. So yeah, one v one in Rust. One v one. At none other than Rust. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's the one place that everybody had a duel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hayden, I remember, I don't know who it was against. Oh, I know, I do know who it was against. It was against RJ. You remember when you lost and you, like, completely flipped out? Oh, yeah. Because RJ <laughs> was cheating the whole fucking time. <laughs> Excuse my language. Yeah, yeah, yeah I... way to get the E on there. Damn. <laughs> we hey, throw Spike. the E on there anyway. <laughs> hey, Spike. There it is. Here it is. <laughs> Get a mic. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll down a few of these Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 maps. And I want two words describing that map. Or if you can't think of two words to describe that map, I want a story 
from that map. Okay. And, and if you don't remember the map, that that's one thing. But I just want to – I feel like you guys are going to know all these because MW2 was, like, right in our our area. Like, that was, like, the peak of, of what we all did in middle school. So, oh, yeah, Afghan. Afghan. Oh, man. Uh, two words? Two words. Airplane trick shot. Okay. Spike. Afghan. This is the one with the plane, right? Like broken in half. <laughs> this is the one with the plane. Okay, yeah. Hence it's been so long. Shot. It's been so long since I've played this, so I'm actually like looking it up because I know I'm not gonna remember all of them. Um Afghan though was my first nuke. Yes. Was yeah. it? Yeah, Afghan was my yeah, first. Yeah, that's nuke. weird. Mine too, man. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Like it, it was probably like my best like five minutes ever. And I remember, you know, I I had a certain strategy where, you know, you did you did your first kill streak was a Harrier strike, then your second was either the AC one thirty or the chopper gunner, and then your third was nuke. Mm-hmm. And I just remember very easily getting my getting my Harrier strike, and then that very easily got to my chopper gunner, and then the chopper gunner got me to like twenty two kills, and in a span of like five seconds i just remember just spraying my famas around and somehow like somehow surviving just like five different people all around me and yeah i was a i was a famas guy yeah and then just click that button i don't think i've ever screamed so loud in my life (laughs) were you excited oh and i was like you know still middle school so i was like come on let's go (laughs) oh you did that in high school though you just didn't have as high of a voice yeah i did i I did that to like (laughs) well i still do that yeah you do that in Pong. I, yeah. I, stop. <laughs> I do. I, I do. You're right. Yeah. Actually, Spike, that. we chose this topic today to have an intervention with you about your competitive <laughs> issues. It's bad. Bargo, what about you? So Afghan had that big cliff to where you can, like, look down on the, claim, the yep. plane. And I remember people would always, especially when we did, like, quick scope battles, yep. people would always jump off that and try to do 360 no-scopes, and they would just die because of the fall damage. So I just remember people going there and just falling off and dying. My my spot where I would camp was like okay, so beside the the airplane, there was like that little tunnel that everybody used to go to. Mm-hmm. And on the very far left side, there was like that little sandbag wall and you could like lay down and just like either shoot people that were coming in or knife people that came to also camp there. I love the door. <laughs> hey, Spike, get a mic. <laughs> Sorry. This is, it's okay. But yeah, no, I, I completely feel that. Uh, I camped a lot. And I shot down a lot of things. You did. And that was kind of my, my niche. And that kind of goes into our next place, which is a state. Which a state was the one with the big house. And that's where I got 5,000 takedowns with my stinger. What? Remember the, the stinger that you could shoot planes down? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Didn't it, it hit, locked on? It was like an achievement? Yeah, it, it was the one that locked on. Yeah, it wasn't like a golden stinger. But like you got, that was like the peak of like what they expected you to get <laughs> with for each gun. So you could get like so many kills with a FAMAS or so many kills with what a P90 <laughs> And I got the most takedowns you could, they expect you to get with a stinger. And I got that on a state. But a state yeah. was an awesome uh, search and destroy map, for sure. Yeah, I actually didn't like a state that much. Oh, I loved a state. But but the reason I didn't is because sniping on it was, like, really difficult. So it it's just, like, snipers, other snipers would have the ghillie suit. And the ghillie suit on this map worked really well. It would be tough to see people. Mm-hmm. Um. And there wasn't many places to, like, camp and without, like, the, the spawn ratio throughout the map was pretty spread out. So you'd, you'd camp somewhere and try to get some kills, and then someone would spawn behind you and you'd die. Mm-hmm. It, it was just, uh, that's just how I remember a state. So the state, I would say, uh, grassy <laughs> and yes, housey because there's a house. Ooh. Housey, that's creative. good. Housey is like my favorite word. I use that like every day. 
I think about it at least twice. So I was one of those like Call of Duty players that I would only play the match if it was a map that I liked. So Estate was one of the ones that I would never vote for. And unless unless I was actually playing with people that I knew, if I was playing by myself, I never would have played Estate. Wow. Yeah, so like and I won't I won't list off the ones that because we'll cover them later, but Were you the guy that like was in the chat room going Vote, vote for, vote, vote to skip, vote to skip, you know? I actually, I actually was kind of weird with, like, online chatting, because, like, I'm a very outgoing person, but for some reason, on, like, PlayStation, I was always very shy, so, like, if somebody invited me somewhere, and it was with, like, a bunch of different people, and I didn't know who they were, or didn't know them very well, I, like, wouldn't say a word. That's really weird. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that ever. Yeah. I was the opposite. No, yeah, I just any any party they let me in, I would join. <laughs> no, I was always I always just played by myself. Hmm. So and, uh, another uh, map, I don't really have much else for a state. Another map that was into MW two was Derail. That was the large snowy one. I don't really have much to say. I, don't, I didn't like Derail. I didn't play very much of it. Yeah, I mean, I remember it. I remember. I'm looking at it right now, and I kind of remember it. But yeah, yeah, I definitely didn't play much on it. I actually liked this map a little bit, and it was. I think there because... might have been. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Like the snap, the sniping on this map was awesome. I just, I, I, you're gonna. Get, there's gonna be a theme here. I loved sniping and quickscoping and all that. That's just gonna be the theme for me. But I. I really like just sitting in a spot and like picking people off. So there might have been a spot on this where I like to camp, but I can't remember. I remember in one of our earlier Call of Duty like huge multiplayer games, there was a spot in like a snowy map that if you camped at this one spot and you got the first shot on somebody, you would do you would do fine. And this might have been it, but I I can't remember what snowy map it was. It was on one of the earlier Call of Duties though. You know what's kind of crazy is I was looking at this earlier and I was like, oh, this this will be a good thing to talk about, like talking about all the different maps. There's so many maps. Oh my gosh, I know. Like I'm looking at all yeah. these and I yeah. I remember them, but I can't remember. And this is definitely the one Call of Duty that I remember all the maps. This and mm-hmm. I'd say Black Ops 1. Mm-hmm. I, I remember yeah. all of them. I can't, oh man, I, I kind of miss this though. Like I'm looking yeah. at all these and it's like holy crap like this was this was my life for like 2 years. Oh yeah. So I'll give you my top 5 just from scrolling around here. I love playing on Cory. Cory had the big crane and had like the big like stone blocks, the big stone square yeah. blocks. Um I remember uh capture the flag and domination were really good there cuz I knew all the spawns. High rise was awesome. Yeah. High, high rise was a really good sniping map like you yeah. said Hayden. Um, and then that was also where you could get up on the, on the top of the building, right? And all the teddy bears were up there. Yep. Yeah. That was a pretty good sniping spot. Wow. Rust, of course. I mean, we will we'll definitely talk about rust scrapyard. I always, uh, <laughs> so before I got into sniping, I never was an assault rifle guy. I was always a shotgun guy. So scrapyard was awesome for shotguns because it was a pretty small map and it was a lot of close quarter stuff. But, like, I would originally go on, like, I don't know, like, Skidro and Karachi and, like, those type of maps with a shotgun. And you couldn't even get within, like, 10 feet of someone and they'd kill you. Yeah. I just, I would just always use a shotgun. And I would also rock, uh, what is the perk? There was a perk that let you use two primary weapons. Oh, I always, I always used the Spaz-12 as my secondary. Yeah. Did you, guys, did you guys oh, use hardline? Or what was it? Uh, oh. uh, I don't know what it was. No, Commando was... No, that's not right. I always <laughs> use... Did you guys ever use hardline? Yeah, it was Bling. It was Bling Pro. Yeah. Bling. Hardline. That was the... That was the one less kill streak. Kill streak. Yeah, I used yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Uh, my, my top five maps... Probably I only said hurt. four. Oh, okay, I didn't Slow know. your roll. Give me a second. Ouch. Fourth one, Wasteland. Yeah. No. Like no. Yeah. Fourth one, Wasteland. Fifth one, Terminal. Definitely. Yep. All right. Go on ahead, Hayden. <laughs> uh, <laughs> top five, Terminal, number one. 
I just love the airport and it was it wasn't like that big of a map, but if you wanted to trick shot you could do it. If you wanted to quick scope you could do it. If you wanted to just use a UMP forty five and go around and just spray people all the time, like you could. Uh number two, high rise, obviously the best sniping map in the game. Uh three, Favela. It was just a great overall map. Um, and then probably Afghan, just because everyone loved that map and it was just it, no one voted against it really usually. So yeah, that was Afghan was pretty good. I I mean, I mean I like Quarry too. It's just there's the game is just so good. It's hard to like even pick. Yeah, I know it's like... it's no it's crazy because. Like I'm looking at these and all the other all the other Call of Duty games that I played, there was always one or two maps that anytime anytime someone picked it or anytime it was available, that was the one that would get all the votes. And but this one has like five. You know what I mean? Like this one had so many maps that everybody wanted to play. Like like just for example, World War Two. Um did you guys play World War Two really? Yeah. So World the of War you mean? No, or no, World War Two, the one last year. Oh, okay. Um, there was only one that I ever picked, and it was Gustav Cannon because you could just snipe the entire time. But, um, anyways, so no order here, and mine are pretty similar except for one. So Afghan, High Rise, Rust. No, not Rust, not Rust. Um, Terminal, Wasteland. I think Wasteland. Wasteland. Well, that's where I got my second nuke, and that was. That was either a really rewarding map or a really sucky map, but usually it was rewarding for me. And then one that we didn't pick, I really liked Skid Row. I guess no, Bargo. I guess you did. Yeah, but I I really liked Skid Row. I did really well on that map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty close quarters. Yeah, like it wasn't too bad, and it was pretty spread out. It was a really uh, it was a really popular search and destroy map because it was like two sides, and then whenever you would meet in the middle, it was like really compact zones. So it wasn't too huge. So it was, it was kind of cool. Do you, was that five spike? Yeah. Um, do you guys remember on high rise when everyone would rush to the windows to try and get a snipe right away? Everybody. Yep. Yeah. Like yep. trying to get like a triple or a quad or something. And every time someone would actually hit one and then everyone would be like, Oh, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> People would be so mad that like you you killed somebody. They're like, dude, why are you gonna take the opening shot? I'm pretty sure I averaged five or six deaths every single high rise match because I'd always try to jump on the ladder like off of the map. Right. Remember jumping like to the left and you try to get on the ladder and then climb up to the top. Yeah. And I would either get it, get on it, or and someone would shoot me, or I would just completely miss it. I don't think I ever got up top, but every single map I tried, or every single time I played, I tried. You never got up top. No, no, wow. I saw. That's nope, absurd. Nobody would ever let me. Yeah, it was pretty much like hit or miss. Like if you did get up like that, the ladder it was like that hanging cart, right? And you jump on like the yeah. side of the ladder. Yeah. And, like you, you, if you would get up, you had to like walk on like the foundation of the house all the way around until you could get to the top to jump up. Yeah. And I remember like I would always get up there. I would literally spend matches trying to jump over there. I would go offline and I would just do like a private match by myself and try to get really good at it. But I would always, by the time that I would run across the top, people were just sitting and sniping and they would just <laughs> knock you out. Yeah. Like no other. So yeah, that was, that was really tough. I'm trying to get other good spots um, that, that I used or anything. I mean, I'm like we said, I'm not a great, I wasn't great at call of duty. I was a little better than Hayden, but not much. Just yeah. slightly better. I mean, I was. Oh, better. oh, real quick, real <laughs> quick. I found um, sub base. Sub base is where you could get a really good camping sub base. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, there. Sub base was kind. Of, was it rainy or snowy? It was snowy. like. Snowy, yeah, yeah, snowy. That's what it was. It was sub base that had a really good camping spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was really cool. Um, Terminal had that one spot. It was like in the very corner of the map and you could like get like behind this like little fort of suitcases right. and you could lay down. Yeah. 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 And that was that super was like annoying when I would one, die, but what's that? The number one boosting spot. Boosting. That's what I wanted to talk about. 
Yeah, Hayden used to boost. I boosted all the time. I boosted the hell out of. I boosted all the time in Wasteland. We would get behind this bush, and one of us would have the insertion sticks or whatever that was. Tack inserts. Tack inserts, yeah, and then obviously we would do our thing. Yeah. I boosted all the time. And Bargo, you boosted too. I never boosted. You never once boosted. I never once boosted. Spike, you boosted? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, come on. You never boosted to get headshots. I, ne- I honestly never boosted. I'm too good of a person to boost. Yeah. I didn't want to cheat people. I was out like of the, the game. first one out of our friend group, like that whenever the game came out and you could hack it. And I was like one of the first ones to figure it out and hack it. So I did But didn't, didn't your account get screwed up though? Uh, yeah, I, I lost my uh, rank icon. Yeah, because didn't. Couldn't people, like, if they had, if they could hack it, like, obviously, yeah. we had, like, the host booters where, like, you would join a lobby and someone would essentially DDoS everyone else in the lobby from the other team so they would right. win. Right. But you exactly. had that with people that were hacked where they could completely derank you. Right. You could lose everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is wild looking back. Yeah. If you think about it, that is pretty wild. And like, but but the next lobby, then you'd get in that lobby and you'd get everything back anyway. So yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, I guess that all came in a time where uh, was it Activision that did MW two? Yeah, where they just didn't give a single f about yeah. anything. <laughs> I mean, it was it was at the time where Modern Warfare two was kind of dying and yeah, it, like it was slowly dying. I mean, it was Modern Warfare two had probably the slowest death of any Call of Duty game. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Go ahead. What what was and then we I mean we can keep keep talking about Modern Warfare two then, but I'm interested to hear, I guess what was your you guys' favorite Call of Duty game and or what was the first Call of Duty multiplayer game that you really got into? Because if you remember, the first uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare one was like what was huge. It was like it, it I don't even know what to call it, but um. I just remember, like COD 4? yeah, COD Four was like the first huge multiplayer game, and then similarly, Halo Three came out at the same time too. But COD Four was like a huge deal. Yeah, so for me, I played COD Four. So when I originally got my Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, I had COD Four, and I played that a lot. I didn't play online because I didn't have back then. The Three Hundred and Sixties needed the network adapter. Whereas PlayStation just came with it automatic. You needed like a little plug-in to be able to connect your Xbox 360 online. And Xbox Live was super expensive. Yep. So I never played online. Um, so I never really played much of COD 4. I played the story of COD 4, like the story mode, and it was really good. But the first one that like really popped for me was MW2. And I remember I sold... Okay, so kind of off off the path story. So when I was younger... I wanted a PlayStation 3 so bad that I heard we had a Wii. So we got a Wii in like what, 2007, 2008, whenever it came out. And we got a Wii and had a bunch of games with it. And this is when like Wii was just like PS4, just like uh, what's the Xbox now? Xbox One. One to where games are $60. So I went on, my brother and my mom and my dad were at baseball signups for Youth League for my brother. And I went on eBay. And I listed our Wii, and I'm like 12. I listed our Wii in like 15 games. So do 15 times 60. It's a ridiculous amount. I listed that all for 500 bucks. It's probably like $1,200 worth of value. And it sold within like five seconds. And I remember my mom and dad got home, and I was so excited because they were always saying like, oh, we'll do some chores around the house, get some money, and then you can buy a PS3. We'll get you one. I was like, Guys, I don't have to do it anymore. I sold our Wii. We can uh, <laughs> we can get a PS3 now. And they were pissed. Because they had just bought the Wii and everything. Oh, I bet they were. So they were able to talk to the guy on eBay and say, Hey, our son really screwed up here. He, he listed this wrong. And probably three or four weeks later, I ended up getting a PS3. Because I, I always got my way. But like looking back, like that was the reason I wanted a PS3. Was because I wanted to play MW2 yeah. because Noah had a PS3 early on, JM had a PS3 early on. Like there were a bunch of people in our friend groups mm-hmm. that had like the uh, the OG fat PS3, and I, I don't know if it was a release with it, but it had to have been shortly after. It was when M- when MW2 came out for that. Like it it couldn't have been like too much 
after that? Because I can't really remember any games that Noah really played outside of that on the PS3. Mm-hmm. And I know he had the launch model. Yeah, he did. But, I remember that. Yeah. Hmm. But now, yeah. I would say, for me, so I, I got Modern Warfare 4, or Modern Warfare 1, so COD 4, um, on the 360. And the only I think the only reason why I got it was because I just got the 360, and my cousin had it. And I really wanted to play it with him. And then World at War came out, and it was the same thing. I got it for Xbox 360. And I learned about Nazi zombies. Now, Nazi zombies mm. was like a huge deal for me. I played the crap out of that. And at one time, me and Rod- Rodney were ranked in like the top like, 1,500. And I mean, we just, I mean, that's all we did. We would go to basketball practice. We would come home until like two in the morning. We would just play Nazi zombies. Now, so, what, what game did that come out? I forget. So that was World at War. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, so... I would say that my favorite multi- game to play multiplayer on. Let's see. So my best times were probably on Modern Warfare 2 because all my friends were playing. But I would say that my favorite game is probably Black Ops 1 because Black Ops 1 also allowed you to download the Nazi zombie maps from World at War. And I liked the multiplayer the best. So, so Black Ops One to me was my favorite. So, Quick Black Ops One story. Sorry, just because just because we're talking about it. Hopefully this uh, this isn't too long winded. When I got Black Ops One, my aunt just became a sales rep for Miller Coors, and so they my mom did it too, where they they supplied beer to all the different distributors here in Mifflin County, and one of the things that they were supplying was this thing called Vegas Fuel, which was like. It was just a, a brand new energy drink that was aimed toward gamers. Yeah. So my mom got a case of it for free as a promotion. And I drank like, this is back when Kyle was eighth grade, 180 pounds. Like I was not a good looking kid. Not that I am now, but that is I downed, I downed three of them within like three or four hours. I did not sleep for two days. And all I did was play black ops. Are you serious? <laughs> Hundred percent. Oh my gosh! So that was when Black Ops came out. So not the midnight release. Because remember how crazy people used to be for the midnight releases. I was I was never like that on. Because I I remember people taking off school for that and stuff like that. No, I I was never like that. Well, I remember uh, there was a podcast called Painkiller already that I still listen to, and they used to. That was like in the prime of their podcast. They used to call GameStops like weeks before the new Call of Duty came out, and they would try to convince someone. They'd be like, "Hey, we'll give you." a thousand dollars and they were being a hundred percent genuine we'll give you a thousand dollars and they're all across the country so they're calling like conway south carolina and all these different places that are like within driving distance saying hey we'll give you a thousand dollars if you can give us like six copies of this game and they actually one year i think it was black ops they all got copies early that was before that was but yeah that was before youtubers you know now youtubers get games early for reviews and yeah that was way before that so they were actually able to do that, which is wild. But yeah, Black Ops, like everyone in our area always went crazy about those midnight release dates. And it's it's insane to think about because like even Kingdom Hearts, when that came out, we were pretty pumped for it. You didn't even play it that night, right? No, because it, well, because PS4 used to download games. Right. But yeah, I I didn't play it till the next day. But I was super hyped about it and I played for two hours and put it down and it, <laughs> It took three or four days to really get in the swing of everything. Because remember, I told you I was I was gonna no life it and do it all in one night, and that did not happen. That turned out to be me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we kind of flipped. Yeah, we kind of flipped there. I, I played it within like four days. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm getting all the treasures and and doing all the ratatouille recipes. I should have known. Spike's not spending more than five minutes on the gummy ship. Hey, <laughs> so. I actually I actually took my time, except for the gummy ship. I I did not take my time. Yeah. But blew right through that yeah i yeah. i was not happy they, they were forgettable yeah they were okay they were better than the ones before exactly but what about so, you hayden what was your favorite um so believe it or not like i, I actually didn't get uh into the call of duty scene through modern warfare 4 or yeah modern warfare 4 the first modern warfare but i actually got into it because my dad had a gaming computer and he used to play america's army all the time do you remember america's army 
I do not. Yes. Okay, he would play America's Army all the time with like these old men that he didn't know <laughs> from across the country. <laughs> it would be him and him and my cousin Todd playing America's Army and with these random dudes. And I actually, I like begged him to because they there was this game that came out and it was called Medal of Honor, the first ever Medal of Honor Frontier. Yep. And it had this D-Day scene, and it was awesome. And then I begged him to get me Call of Duty, the first Call of Duty ever made. And I actually got into multiplayer through that game. And the multiplayer in Call of Duty 1 is still my favorite multiplayer of all time. It's just... In Call of Duty Which one, 1 was it? Yeah. Call of Duty 1. I remember, I remember playing that some on the PS2 online. Or was it? Yeah, that was probably Call of Duty Three. Call of Duty Three. I remember playing that online. Yeah. I'm talking Call of Duty One. The OG <laughs> Call of Duty yeah. Finest Hour. Is that what it's called? No, it's just Call of Duty. That's all. It's... Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's. I think Finest Hour was like an add-on to Call of Duty. Oh, was it? Yeah, but I played the multiplayer to that all the time on my dad's computer, and he would like kick me off, so I'd go run on a treadmill for baseball season. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I just loved I just loved Black Ops like how because that was the first game with wager matches. Yes. So yeah, like they had the yeah. Like like Gun Game and Six and Stones and Nuketown added mm-hmm. on. Like I just thought that game was so freaking awesome. And I remember uh I remember my mom was so great this day. We came, me and Gravy came home. I pre-ordered the game and when we got home, mom had got us like two bags of doritos and these were new like at this time they were new doritos spice uh, sweet and spicy chips and like a pack of mountain dew and she just had it all like sitting there in the game already loaded for us to play that's so shout awesome. out to Lori salter what a g yeah wow. she was great that's a great memory oh my gosh like i i will fr- there's actually a picture of me holding rascal my dog and, po- and my other hand is pointing at the screen, and it's it's uh, that picture of the guy holding like two pistols and an X uh-huh. at the main menu. It, oh my gosh! Like that's a memory I'll forever hold. Speaking of a memory I'll forever hold, Snook, do you remember you came over to my house in middle school, and we played Grand Theft Auto, and Matt Lutz was there too. Right. <laughs> do you remember much about that night? Strange times. <laughs> I, I do remember one thing in particular where you went to sleep and you woke up in the middle of the night and Matt Lutz and I were in the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> that that was like the pinnacle of like being reckless in middle school. So like <laughs> us being reckless wasn't like smoking cigs and like I don't know, chewing or doing anything like that. It was being in sneaking the strip on, club yeah, in a video on game. The yep. night so your parents couldn't see and go yeah, to the yeah. GTA strip club so you could get a little hard on and go to the bathroom and jerk it. <laughs> oh my. In my house. <laughs> in your house. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that was when Matt Lutz uh, introduced my brother to porn too. Oh hey, no. The, that was, let me tell yeah. you something. The, <laughs> the virtual go down titties, this man. The virtual titties. What can yeah. we say? There's not much that can really uh, top that outside of some other video games like Halo. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) What's interesting about GTA, the first one, is like there wasn't any (laughs) – there wasn't – No, it was just the girls like grinding you with their clothes on. It wasn't like they weren't like naked or anything like that. They just had like maybe a bra and a panty on and then Mm-hmm. That was it. But then, the second one is obviously more when we were older and they mm-hmm. were, went like completely naked with them. But still, the the fact that we – our danger was trying to sneak getting into the strip club so our parents wouldn't see even though they – like our parents had no idea what Grand Theft Auto was. So they didn't really care at first. Exactly. And then whatever. They just knew it was M-rated. Yeah. They were like, okay. You know, <laughs> whatever. You're like, mom, can you give me Grand Theft Auto? So I actually never owned Grand Theft Auto. I never bought one. Was were you not allowed or? No, I I just always played different games. I I mean I think honestly that surprises me because like the story oh yeah like, involved 
I yeah. feel like you would actually like, like. No, honestly, I think that I watched so many hours of other people playing it that it made me not want to buy it because I, I watched so wow. much. Wow! Like yeah, so like I never, I never like, watched the story. Like you watched like everything. Like not really. It was more just watching people just go around and shoot people in the face, trying to get five stars so the helicopters would chase them. <sighs> <laughs> that's literally what we would always do. Yeah, like that's literally what I thought Grand Theft Auto was. Yeah, you put in the cheat codes and you'd get like a helicopter, and then you'd go and just start shooting shit down. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, you get your five stars. There was also a cheat code that would automatically take away your five stars, and I would yep. do that all the time. But yeah, that that game was wild. That game was a lot of fun, and I think we're all talking about GTA Four, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I think so. That was the the first one on the PS3. The yeah, GTA 4 had uh, the Russian guy. Yeah, I think Dimitri. The right? one yeah. the one that I played the most was San Andreas. Mm. San Andreas San on Andreas PS2. Was yeah, it's PS2. Mm. Yeah, that was a good Grand Theft Auto. That I didn't even like. I didn't even like have it. I didn't own that. I yeah. had to go over to my cousin's house to play it. But did you guys ever play Halo? Yeah. I actually I got, barely played. I got Halo. really, I got really in the Halo. More so the story, or like, well, just in general. Yeah, the story, but in general because, like, my neighbor, my neighbor had Halo. My other neighbor had Halo. My other neighbor across the street had Halo. So like, we would all just convene at one of their the three houses, and I was always invited to come over because I was the fourth one. And then we would, uh, mm. we would have like you know, split screen matches or land parties. Yeah. So while I didn't own Halo until later on in the series to like Halo three, I I played it almost every single day in the summer. I always watched Halo three. I never played Halo before that. I always watched Halo three because Halo three, I don't know if you guys remember how much you were on YouTube back then, but uh, maybe Hayden more than you spike, but they had the red versus blue. Yep. Yeah. See that they, they were like, that was like the first instance of like little skits inside video games that were unique. They were hilarious. Cool they, they were a lot of fun. Yeah. But looking back, like, you know, those are the same people that did Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've built what they have I now. I mean, look at Keemstar. Empire. Yeah. Keemstar oh, was dude, we could talk. FAG. Yeah. yeah. We could talk forever about Keemstar in that area because that led into Battle Cam with Alki David. Yeah. Because that was all Keemstar. But, yeah, Spike, man. Keemstar. What? Do you know who Keemstar is? I have no idea. Wow. That's crazy. That just shows what separate worlds we had than Spike Fargo. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Who all was in FAG? It was the Federation of Asshole Gamers oh, is what they it called it. It was Robot. Robot. Keemstar. Uh, De- Delamer. Right? Delimiter? Delanker. Delanker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was another guy too. It was like two shot or something like that. But like the the whole purpose of their videos was just to go into Halo lobbies and literally talk shit. Are you serious? It's awesome. Yeah, and it was hilarious because kids would like rage and scream at Keemstar. Keemstar would just laugh at him because he was just doing it to mess with them. Yeah. Reaction. And the whole video, like, it, we'll have to link you to some, like, old school videos of him, like, doing that. Because they were just, I would crack, like, Vargo, you and I would watch them, and we'd crack up laughing. At, oh, like, yeah. Over. When you when you would come over, we would just watch these. So it was, ready for this? It was Keemstar, DJ Keemstar at the time, Robot, D-Ranker, and Two Bucks. Two Bucks, yes. Yeah. I forgot and about two, two Bucks. bucks. Two Bucks, I don't know what he's doing now, but I know he created a channel in like 2017 or 2018 um and it was called like 247 like 24 7 something and he just put up like clips of it was like he went he took his audience from or took the audience from fag and just put it into like world's funniest home videos but on youtube type style it was it was really crazy but yeah these guys would i wonder if those videos are still floating somewhere i'm sure they are oh yeah i mean keemstar definitely has to keep them afloat somehow yeah but Keemstar now runs something called Drama Alert. So Keemstar took that um, took that Federation Asshole Gamers to the next level. And I, I don't know if they fell out or they just like went their own separate ways after they got so much traction. But I think Keemstar, yeah, Keemstar essentially took 
so he he would go in games and they would just make fun of people um and just try to troll people and make them mad and he took that and made that his living and he's uh he's behind something called drama alert drama alert nation i'm sure you've seen a video of that it goes like it starts off like a like a news podcast or like a news like headline like a breaking news thing and they just talked about youtube drama and that became so big in like 2017 like Mm -hmm. people ate that shit up and now he has 2.51 million followers on it or on twitter yeah i can't start us yeah, I, we I remember him days. when he had ten thousand. Yeah, that's, that's oh yeah, crazy. and we even like interacted with him going on battle cam and stuff. Like that's what's crazy. When when Minecraft uh became like big ish, so we had all all already been playing it. So Synapse SMP that we did when you were uh, what X Colors, right? I I Later. am. I'm not sure. I think maybe. Whatever your name was. Oh, no, I, Jesus I, got, skin. I got, it was X colors because I was using a friend's Minecraft. Yes, account. that's what it was. But it was after that, whenever Xbox came out on the Xbox, or whenever Minecraft came out on the Xbox, Keemstar created a server and you had to pay $25 and you could join the server right. and you could also join like his Skype. And I remember I did that and I was talking to Keemstar and of course that was like, 15 year old me thinking it's super cool but yeah keemstar that, that's one of those people you don't think about too often that he was just such a big part and right now like he earlier out with days guys all the time oh yeah well like, alki david's like a really... billionaire and he was like his side guy yeah man, man wild. crazy yeah so 2007 i would say is probably one of the best gaming, if not the best gaming year of all time. 2007, both Modern Warfare 1 and Halo 3 both came out within two months of each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't think of any other year. I mean, think how much money both of those probably made combined. Was that Halo 3? Halo 3, because, even, like, Halo 1 and Halo and 2. And Bioshock that year. Yeah, and Bi- so that and year. And Portal, what? You, yeah, yeah, huge. Wow, so that would have been early Steam, too. Yeah, I mean those 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 two games alone, Halo Three and Modern Warfare One, so COD Four, were I mean they revolutionized the future yeah. multiplayer. Wow, hmm. that's incredible. And so I remember, Guitar I remember, Hero. I remember like yeah, Guitar Guitar Hero Three. Yeah, I remember half was, of my that was day. Rock band too. I remember half of my day being COD Four, and then the the other half was Halo Three. This was a really wild year. The first, Unch- the first Uncharted. Yeah, dude. The first Assassin's Creed, the first Uncharted, God of War 2, oh Mass my, Effect. Oh my gosh. The B-movie game. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> the Okay, this might sound like a joke. The Simpsons game was really, really good. That oh. came out on PS3 and Xbox. Yeah, oh, it was really good. It was super good. Super good. Super good. Well, super. I miss all these games. Yeah, these were some good games. Throwville off the rails. Damn. Oh, can't beat it. Cars, Mater National. Cars 2, or Cars 1 was amazing. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Spider-Man game, Spider-Man 3. Oh, my, oh my God, Peggle. When Peggle came out. <laughs> Peggle. Good Lord. <laughs> this is incredible. Man, I'm taking a trip to the past. Yeah, right. What a good year. 20, 2007. How old would we have been in 2007? Is it 12 years ago? We would have been like 11 years old. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. I th- yeah. 2000, that's whenever I tried to sell the Wii. So, yeah, 11, 12. I can't believe it's been that long. Like, oh, I feel so old. Yeah, we'll just wait until we're on episode 280 and we're all like 25. Damn. Oh, boy. Well, I don't know. I don't know how what, what we're on pace to do. 3,000 million. Three thousand million. Yeah, that's that's how well, old we are. We that's go, what episode we're on. Yes. <laughs> if we go yes. a year, two episodes a week, that's a hundred and four episodes. Hundred four. So no, hundred four. Around two and a half, three years would be two eighty, which we would yeah. be twenty five. Nice, Kyle. Nice, nice, wow. buddy. That's good. good math. Good mobile math. The Simpsons game, man. Wow. Yeah, that was such a good game. Do you remember how you'd be like Homer in the he has a big ball and you rolled around? Yeah. What yeah, about Hit and Run? Stuff. When did Hit and Run come out? 
Ooh, I think it was like 04, 05. That was the best. That was the yeah, that best. was a really good game. I used to play that at Matty Bratton's house. I might download that for PC and play it. Yeah. Well, I have the game if you ever want to borrow it. If on you can PC? find a way to play it. No, on PS2 and... Uh, no, just PS2. It didn't come out on GameCube. No, no, it did. It's on GameCube. I have it on GameCube. Oh. Bargain. So if you ever want to play it... Did you ever over. play Looney Tunes back in action on the PS2? Dude, that game was I so shit you not. good. I shit you not. I literally just turned around. I was I was looking at that game earlier today, for whatever reason. I was just looking at my shelf because I was weird. cleaning some stuff up. So we have a uh, we signed a new lease for a new house in Pittsburgh. It's like 15 minutes away from where we live now. Yeah. And there's starting to be people coming through and touring our house. So we got a heads up that it was gonna be tomorrow at noon. It got pushed to Thursday, but I was cleaning some stuff up, so I was putting stuff on the shelves, and I saw that game. Nate and I loved that game. It's so good. We played that on the 360, or no, we played that on the PS2, and then uh, Acme Arsenal Yeah, Arsenal came out. That was a really good game, too, because that had what like a, a multiplayer. Looney Tunes back in action. Mm-hmm. It was a movie, and then they came out with the game afterwards, and I played the crap out of that game. Yeah, that was it was super, super good. Oh, I do remember this game. Wow. You got Yosemite Sam. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It has a 98% like uh, ratio on Google. Yeah, you had to get the diamonds from the monkeys. The blue diamonds. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. There's so many good games, man. Like I was talking about the other episode about that SpongeBob battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah. You guys have to play that at some point. It was so good. So freaking good. But... What's nice is uh, if you guys ever want to play a game, I probably have it. Yeah. And I probably haven't played it. So it's on PS4. PS2. What is Battle for Bikini Bottom? Is it really? No, it's not. I swear. What? No way. I swear to you, it is. I just looked up fan favorite PS2 games launching on PS4. (gasps) It's one of them. From oh my gosh, there it is. Oh my god! Holy shit! That is huge. Wait. That's back in 2015. Oh, so, so, yeah, so it's digital. Yeah. But it's there. Well, I, I didn't know if they were coming out with a physical release. Because I typed that in. Where is... I don't even see it. I see this article. But I don't see it. I doubt oh, it's man. a physical release. No. Well, I know uh, in 2018, THQ um, got acquired... Or THQ bought the rights to Nickelodeon series because THQ was who published pretty much every Nickelodeon game. So I think it's it's in lieu. Like there's a chance that it'll come out, but I don't think anything was released. But maybe that's insane, huh? Well, I'll be looking out for that. That'll be a, a nice add to the collection. But wow. other than that, I think we're we're good to wrap this up. Do you guys have anything else? I'm trying to think, but I'm trying to think of really old games that I kind of grew up with. But, I mean, we already covered the huge one, Kingdom Hearts, a few episodes ago. Yeah, and I know we can talk we, – we talked about this before where we can have, like, a separate podcast on, like, each console that we're really nostalgic about. So, like, I'm sure we'll be talking about Spyro can, and Crash and Medieval. And oh, definitely. Absolutely. Can we take a moment to honor MVP Baseball? Huh. <laughs> Which year? 05? 05. 05. Either one. They're, they were all so good. Or NCAA football. Oh, those were good too. Oh, man. No, the the real the real thing you should honor is ESPN 2K5 with Terrell Owens on it. Yes. The very first football game that had a halftime show. Yeah. It had a halftime show, and it was it was cool because it was simulated with all the like sim games from your season. And Chris Berman did it, right? Yep. And uh, you also had the coolest thing for me was it had the, you had the locker room where you can customize like yeah. your not the locker room like your your crib. Yep, that was super cool. Yeah, that was a good man. Game. That that game had so much to offer. I feel like now it's just like okay, we we've been talking about MLB and Diamond Dynasty and stuff like that. Like they're making improvements, but it's so subtle. Like they just know that their formula is going to work because and, there's no competitors. And that's the thing is there's nothing like revolutionary anymore. So, right. you know, back then, the graphics could only get better. But now they're so real looking that you, you can't get 
too much better. And then you take like the halftime show. So like take Madden, for example, I just can't imagine 10 years from now how it's really going to be any different because there's nothing more to add other than just graphics. Now back, now back about it. Yeah. (laughs) And back then, yeah, like you, you could do stuff because graphics was growing uh, very, very quickly and halftime shows and stuff like that. So it it was easier to be revolutionary back then than it is now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the only thing you could really add to modern sports games that make them much better and th- again, these are like picky things, but like making the fans seem more real. Yep. Not having just not get... having five of the same one within fi- like fifteen people. Yeah, the same character model, and, and like we said before, it's not hard for them to do that, and they just don't. Yeah. So I don't know that, and then just like giving you the option to, they did this in one of the old sports games where you play like you're the actual football player, so like you're looking through their helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. That would be pretty cool. I forget what game did that. They didn't do it well, but they did it. <laughs> and I always complained that Madden cards went away because I always thought Madden Madden cards were super cool. But I guess you still have cards with like Ultimate Team and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. But it was it was cool to see like all the cards in like Madden 05, Madden 06, 07 with Sean Alexander. Right. Oh, definitely. You could, you could you could play a card against like your friend or your brother or whoever. And it would make them fumble, like, guaranteed after that play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How could I even forget about this? I I grew up, like, playing Counter-Strike Source. Oh, yeah. I you got really good at that, too. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. I don't know why. But I love Counter-Strike. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, did you ever play Counter-Strike? Probably not. You didn't play no. on PC, did you? No. But... Man, I love Counter Strike so much. <laughs> it was just so much fun. And Bully, do you remember Bully, the video game? Yeah. I remember seeing that. They're supposed to make a sequel to Bully here soon. I, I hope really? so. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty Man. sure that came out as being. Couldn't like, you? Couldn't you, works. as the bully, like make out with the teacher? Or is that just something I, that you dreamed up? I never played much of Bully. You could, you could like beat up a teacher. Yes, I thought. But like, couldn't you make out with one? Yeah. Uh huh. I thought so. You could be That's gay. So that was like the first game you could be gay in. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Man. Shout out Keemstar. If you listen. <laughs> Definitely does. Shout out Keemstar. Shout out to Putt Putt and Freddy Fish and Spy Fox. Oh my gosh. And Pajama Sam. And all my all my boys yeah. that are out there. And my OG PC. Fisher Price fourth grade. Wow. See what if anybody uh, shout out? Jumpstart third grade. Um, fatty bear. That's all I got. Shout, shout out bacon slices and burger hump. What? Just making up names. <laughs> and gravy. Yeah, there we go. That's a real one. And, and Lori with the Doritos. Lori yeah. came out. Lori came. Yeah, she was. She was awesome. She was. Uh, what was? She was clutch. She was clutch. That that was actually probably a great memory right there. She yeah. used to, so we would get on the bus at 7.30, and at 6.45, uh, four other guys would come over to our house, and she would make us all eggs, pancakes, bacon, and then orange juice, hmm. like once every other month. Wow. Our bus would come at 7.45, and I'd get up at 7.35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad you have those memories. I do. I just got up and went to school, and I was miserable. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. You know what they say. So, uh, <laughs> so I guess we'll wrap this one up. Uh, a few housekeeping things. We do have a new schedule. Instead of going three times a week, we're going twice a week. So most likely uploading on Tuesdays and Thursdays, although that'll change. Uh, we're continuing to push our content out, so... We're reworking a lot of the social media uh, stuff and making the posts for the older episodes. They should all come out here shortly, and then we're going to start promoting. So that that's something that's really exciting. So I don't know if we're going to be promoting this one, but within the next few episodes, uh, we might have a few new viewers. And again, just giving you that call to action. If you're listening, just let us know you're there. Give us some life. Leave a comment, like the episode, or just leave us a rating on any sort of platform. We'd really appreciate that. Just, just to see that someone's out there listening. And if you don't like it, we would love to take your feedback and why you don't like it. I mean, we're, we're just some average Joes out here doing some average some average things. So just, just yes, trying sir. to 
just trying to see what y'all like and and why you like it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, hit us with your feedback. Vacant House PC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you have anything. And, yeah, let us know what platform you're listening on and and what you liked and what you don't liked. What you don't liked. What you don't <laughs> liked. So, alrighty. Well, thank you guys for listening. I'm Kyle Bargo. I'm Hayden Stone. Oh, this is where we're... Oh, Spike Seltzer. <laughs> and you're listening to the Vacant House Podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.